Hi, Apex families. This is your host, Coach Tyler, and you are listening to the Apex Gym Secrets Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about failure, and I wanted to kick this off with a story. So, actually, this is not just a story. This is true. Uh, Right now, in one of my ninja classes, I have a little boy, seven or eight years old, who is scared to death to do almost anything. As in, he's paralyzed uh, whenever I ask him to do um, skin the cat on the bar, or try to climb the rope, or do a backward roll with the spot, cartwheels, jumping off of things, climbing things. He is legitimately uh, afraid to try. And he's not scared of the height, or the flipping, or the going upside down, or any of that. He does not give me his best effort and acts like he is unable to do it because I've determined after speaking with his parents that he is scared of failing. And this is really, really common, not just in kids, but in in adults. We come face to face with it in the sports world because you have a direct feedback loop with whatever you're doing. Attempt, was that a success or failure? Attempt, was that a success or failure? Competition, um, you know, playing against somebody, there's that direct feedback of, I did this and it didn't work, or I did this and it did work. Pass, fail, succeed, fail. And a lot of people are paralyzed, not just in sports, but in their lives because they're scared of failing. I have an athlete last year at the national championships in Reno, Nevada, who fell off the trampoline at nationals. It was a huge failure and she was very upset with her Uh, results, but she wasn't crushed. Why not? She cried. It was a deal. It was a big disappointment. She was the favorite to win, actually, and uh, she fell off the trampoline in the middle of a routine. Big deal. Um, She wasn't destroyed. She cried for a little bit, got over it, and actually, a few minutes later, told her mom, I can't wait to get back into the gym and uh, work on that so that, so I can do that routine better at the next time. I, next time I have a chance or I'm ready to go back and work on new skills and get to the next level. Why did she have that mindset? Why wasn't she just destroyed? Why, why didn't she quit? And I'll tell you why. Because my athlete is used to failure. It's normal for her, which is good. That, that means she's always pushing herself. She's always out of her comfort zone. And when you're always out of your comfort zone trying new, hard, difficult uh, things, you fail a lot. And so it becomes normal. Failure isn't ultimate. It's just temporary. You move on, you try again, and then eventually you get it right and you're not failing at that anymore. But then you've moved on to something else and now you're failing at that. That's just life and that's how you make progress. You have to fail, it's part of learning. I believe it was um, Thomas Edison who tried over a thousand different ways to make a light bulb and none of them worked until he finally found the one. And somebody said, you know, (laughs) Well, aren't you a fail? Don't you consider that a huge failure, a thousand failures? And he said, no, I learned a thousand ways how not to make a light bulb. Uh, I'm pretty sure that story is true. Anyway, it, it ought to be. If it isn't, it's a great story. How do we get kids to understand that failing is good and it's a part of progress? They think short term. They don't have, you know, long term, you know, um, cognitive, cognitive ability like adults do. They, they can't see the 10-year effect of what they're doing now. They're thinking, boy, 
I want to watch TV when I get home from practice or, you know, what I want to do with my friends tomorrow. That's as far as they're thinking ahead. We have to do that thinking for them. How do we get kids to understand that failure is good and part of progress? And not to bash on schools too hard, but, you know, the red ink and the pass or fail grade stuff is, um, is not exactly the same way as, as life is. You get another shot, usually. Now, there are times, there are exceptions to that, obviously. But I don't want to punish failure, which brings me to point number one. I never punish failure in an athlete if they were truly giving me their best effort. Now, there are exceptions to that. I do believe that um, there, there should be punishments for disobedience and all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if an athlete is giving their very best effort in competition or in practice and they fail at a skill or a routine or something that you're asking them to try and do that's new for them. No way. I would never punish that. I would, pun I would, I would crush that child's spirit, and that's not the goal. The goal is for them to try again and get it again. They'll get it next time, and they usually do. And that's what I told my athlete uh, at Nationals who fell off the trampoline. And I told her she'll get it next time. And guess what? She went home a couple days later and started crushing skills and is doing a whole lot better. And she's in high spirits and she can't wait to do it again. She's not crushed and devastated. Number two is I praise the effort, not the results. I can have an athlete do a personal best routine at a competition that gets last. And I will praise that kid for the rest of the week because of the effort. This keeps them from feeling like nothing they do is ever enough. Even if they do the best they've ever done, even if they rise to the occasion, even if they hit everything exactly the way they do in practice, plus a little bit better in a competition, and they still get last, well, then they're going to feel like they're never good enough. And so I don't praise results. If they win, great. That is icing. But I want maximum effort. There, I have to remember, and this is you know tough for me too sometimes because in competition you, you want to come out on top. That's the goal, I mean, of competition. But also the larger picture is they're still kids. Their skill level isn't where we want it to be. If they're 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 15 years old, their skill level is not where it's hopefully going to be someday. So why would we judge them on their skill level and deem them a failure? That doesn't make sense. If they quit because they're frustrated or they feel like they're never good enough, then their skill level really will never get to where we want it to be. So we're trying to keep them from giving up or quitting the sport or even worse, showing up to the sport but not trying and not working hard. Then they'll, their skill, never, skill level never will get to where uh, it needs to be. So more important than the kid's skill level, um, or more important that the sport that the kid is learning, whether it's football or basketball, volleyball, track, gymnastics, any really any, any skill, what we're really wanting to teach that kid, that student, that athlete, is grit and focus and mental toughness and the courage to forget about the results and just go 100% all out. Because when they can finally get to the, the mental um, maturity to be able to go 100% effort without any fear of results, before long, they will start winning. They will achieve the goal. They will progress. Uh, and what's more, they can do this with any area of life, not just sports. And that's uh, how we are trying to build champions in life. So thank you for your time. This was a little bit longer episode, but uh, 
Thanks once again. This is Coach Tyler with the Apex Gym Secrets Podcast, and I will see you in the gym.